Back to another edition of Broomsticks and Butterbeer. I'm Dan Rhino. I'm Jessica Rhino. And we are rolling right along on Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban. Going to tackle chapter 9 today, which I forgot the title already. Uh, Grim Defeat. Hmm. So somebody's going to get defeated. Yeah. In this, and it's going to be very grim. Yeah, yeah. I, I think that's where we're going with it. Hmm. Okay. So <clears throat> I will give a little brief recap of chapter eight and then i'll let you take over for leading us through chapter nine sound good sounds good all right chapter eight flight of the fat lady lupin wasn't feeling well so snape concocted some potion for him the kids think snape is trying to kill lupin to get his dada job oh and uh sirius black has apparently infiltrated hogwarts uh tried to get into the gryffindor common room (coughs) chased off the fat lady that used to guard the entrance to the room so, pretty much the most sadistic killer in wizarding history, and the only one to ever escape Azkaban prison is just running around the school. Yeah. Got just, it? Just another just another an- Halloween, I guess. Another day at Hogwarts. Yeah, there's always something. Last Halloween, there's always drama on Halloween. Yeah, like you run out of candy. There's only Mounds bars left. A giant troll gets into the school. Sadistic killer on the loose. Yeah. There's Dementors everywhere. Gosh. But if yeah, the, just if the Mentor, day If the Dementors weren't such jerks, they'd be like cool <clears throat> Halloween decorations. Yeah, they would. We have those ones that kind of hang from the lights. Mm-hmm. They kind of look like Dementors. Yeah. Little spooky things. Yeah. yeah. Too bad they try to suck your soul out. Yeah. That's not good. And they probably only give away Mounds <laughs> bars, too. <laughs> Two shots at Mounds bars They're already. The worst, Jess. Already. They're the worst. <laughs> Nobody wants them. Doesn't your dad like them? Yeah, my dad's the worst. Yeah, but (laughs) at least somebody wants them. No, I wouldn't. I don't count him as somebody. (laughs) Oh, that's a little smidgen harsh. No, well, he likes likes Mounds bars, so. Yeah. It's a little little smidgen harsh, but Mounds bars are the worst. What's your uh, favorite candy bar? Send us that at Broomsticks dot butterbeer at gmail.com or at broomsticks b that's broomsticks the letter b on the twitter twitter tweets what's going on in chapter nine all right well chapter nine like you said we've got a crazed maniac roaming the school so the safest thing to do is put all the children in one place Mm -hmm. so they put them all in the great hall and have a little camp out i think this is a great idea why don't we do this on like a regular basis have a camp out in Mm -hmm. the Great hall. Because the sky already looks, or the roof already looks like the sky, yeah. right? I think this would be really cool. So Dumbledore kind of like waves his hand and all these sleeping bags appear. Yeah. And the tables move to the side and stack up against the wall and sleeping bags, purple sleeping bags mm-hmm. everywhere. I was kind of, <clears throat> excuse me, kind of wondering what color they were going to be if there was going to be like a bunch of red ones and blue ones and green ones and no, they're purple. You didn't have time for that. No. 
And do my buddy bickering over who got the last red one. So, anyway, so they put the head boy and the prefects in charge. And they're guarding the doors. And the teachers are all going to go and search the school to try to find Sirius Black. Top to bottom. Top to bottom. They're going to look everywhere. Even up in uh, uh, Trelawney's uh, attic? That's what they said. They said okay. it's been searched. Um, so, <laughs> Percy is having a field day with this. He loves being in charge mm-hmm. and telling everybody what to do. And he's like, no talking. Lights out. We're going to sleep. And Is that what he sounds yeah. like? Yeah. Okay. You can check it against the movie when we watch it. Percy's Percy's the worst. No, he's not the worst. Yeah, he is. So, he's, you know, bossing everybody around, making them go to sleep, but Harry, nobody's listening to him. Everybody's up talking anyway, but Harry overhears Dumbledore when he comes back to check in, and... He's found the fat lady. He's talked to her. He's definitely confirmed that it's Sirius Black, not just going off of what Peeves said. Mm-hmm. And um, they can't find him anywhere. They confirm that they checked all over. Snape comes and is like, yeah, check there, check there, check there. But um, he's also got some other concerns. Yeah, odd conversation between Snape and Dumbledore here. They're trying to leave Percy out, but he's just sticking his nose in, mm-hmm. into the conversation. Yeah, I like how they the, they mentioned that Snape was kind of trying to talk with, like without his mouth moving, as if like Percy <laughs> Percy, Percy won't, can't hear anything. If, he just reads. If lips. I don't move my mouth, then the boy next to us can't understand what no, I'm saying. Sir. It's like pig Latin. Huh. Well, it's like the dinosaurs can't see you if you move if you don't move. Uh-huh. It's like Percy. If your lips don't move, he doesn't. Is that can't true? That dinosaurs can't see you if you don't move. <laughs> no, that's what they made up for Jurassic. They Park. just made it up for Jurassic Park. That's how would wanted. they know? Nobody knows. Nobody knows. They yeah. don't know what. They haven't been able to ask a dinosaur. Yeah, has anybody ever or proven that dinosaurs really dinosaurs? even existed? Well, we found bones. <laughs> bones. Huh. Uh-huh. So he's a little concerned that. Sirius couldn't have gotten into the castle without help. Hmm. And he has somebody in mind, mm-hmm. although we don't really hear who or yeah, what's gonna, going on. I was going to kind of ask you about that. I know we probably probably can't give too much away, but Snape kind of alludes to the fact that there it was that when somebody was hired he at Hogwarts, concerns. that he had concerns about this person. So are we talking about Lupin? Are we talking about somebody else here? I, I think we have to assume that he's talking about Lupin because he's the one who was hired this year. He's mm-hmm. the only new one. Yes, Hagrid was promoted, S- but... Snape's not very good at subtlety. <laughs> no. That's what you're saying. <laughs> no. Is that he, <laughs> if I don't move my mouth, the kid can't hear me. I t- I'm not going to say who I'm talking about. I'm just saying that when you hired this person recently this year, I had concerns that they, this unnamed person, may possibly be involved with some shenanigans. Exactly. That is exactly what happened. He's so good at hiding what he he's got such a good poker face. He needs a folder. Doesn't he know the teacher trick where you talk behind the folder? Yeah, I see coaches do that, too. We have the clipboard. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so nobody can read their lips. I, I guess, but he's he's just saying the words, though. It's not really... 
It's not really helping. Because <laughs> he can still actually hear. Yeah, he's he, he's not great at it. You know, maybe he'll get better. Who knows? Maybe he just doesn't care enough to get better. I, I don't know. I think he cares because he's, like, trying. <laughs> but maybe he's just pretending to try for the Dumbledore's sake. Oh, okay. So, like I said, odd conversation between Snape and Dumbledore. And Harry's kind of doing the fake asleep thing so we can kind of listen in on what's mm-hmm. going on, right? Yep. So, the the coast is clear, at least for now. And they, But Dumbledore says we're not going to bother sending everybody back to bed now. Just let them sleep. We'll move them back in the morning. Have, have fun sleeping, kids. Have fun. Maniac on the loose. <laughs> You're sleeping on the hard floor. Somehow got past the Dementors, which is supposed to be impossible. Somehow escaped from Azkaban, which is supposed to be impossible. Well, yeah. Killed a bunch of people. Sweet dreams, kids. <laughs> so, of course, that's all anybody can talk about for the next couple of days. And Harry notices the teacher's behaving a little odd. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's being followed and watched. Yeah. Pretty much all the time by the teachers and Percy. Yeah, teachers are looking for excuses to walk with students, which is kind of weird. But we know what they're really up to, and Harry knows what they're yeah. really up to. But the teachers don't know that Harry knows <laughs> that they're really what they're really up to until he goes to uh, McGonagall's office, and she's going to break the news to him. Yeah, and he says that she's like so serious and somber about it. He thinks somebody died. I'm sure she worked. She had to work herself up, like. For this. For this. Yeah. Uh, so. to, to tell him that Sirius Black is... He's after you, Harry. Oh, I know. Oh, yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, I, I overheard uh, Mr. Weasley say it like a couple months ago. Yeah, no big <laughs> deal. It's fine. But then things get worse. Yeah. You don't, you don't just have a maniac after you. You probably shouldn't play Quidditch. Yeah. The only thing I got going for me positive in my... In my existence right now. You're going to take away my Quidditch from me. He he really plays on her sympathy, or... Her, her, her uh... Allegiance uh, to co- Gryffindor. Her competitive side. Yeah. And the Quidditch team, but, but we, got a, we got a chance this year to get the cup. I know you don't want me going outside because there's a chance that I could be murdered, but... But... I also know that you want to win that Quidditch cup really Woo! bad, don't you? And she's like, yeah, you're right. I think we can figure this out. We'll send out. Madam Hooch out there with you. You'll be She'll all right. She'll watch you. It'll be fine. You'll be all right. Sirius shows up. Hooch will take care of her. Take care of him. <laughs> yeah. Maybe she's she's really powerful. We don't know. Who, Hooch? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we don't know. We'll have an intern look it up. See what her power levels are. <laughs> see if she's up there with uh, the Dark Lord and uh, his right-hand man. <laughs> So, it's also been just raining and storming for days. And... Well, it is uh, London. Yeah, I was going to say, I, we joke sometimes that, you know, has, we haven't seen the sun in three days or whatever, four days, because it's been raining all the time. Mm-hmm. Or that we need to build an ark because it's raining so much. But, and I always knew that that was like a thing they said about London, but mm-hmm. it just... Like, is that really true? Does it really rain for, like, a week, two I don't know. Weeks? I just always have this, I just always have this, like, thought of, and I could be totally wrong, a thought of London in my head is, like, this perpetually, like, cloudy place. Yeah. <laughs> Which is probably not true, but. I mean, maybe it is 
significantly, you know, cloudy most of the time or something. And so we just play it up. I don't know. Movies and TV and stuff. I don't know. I don't know. Like London, people talk about like London fog and stuff like that. Yeah. So it always seems like it's kind of like foggy and dark and. Uh, yeah. I don't know. So yeah, it was just like, and it's still raining. I'm like, really? Really? It's still raining? Mm-hmm. But it is. Anyway, they get the the news that they are not going to be playing Slytherin. Which well, because Malfoy's hurt, Jessica. Is he, though? Uh, yeah. He got scratched by a hippogriff. That so, was probably healed within seconds no, by Madame Pomfrey. It's, like, it's really hard to heal things at Hogwarts. But it's not. Name, name one time that somebody has ever been like really injured and that they've been able to like just magically like heal them like super quick but that that's what she does who she has pomfrey Madame hmm. pomfrey she had to grow back all of harry's bones and took okay, one name, night name two times one night <laughs> when this has ever happened scratches are pretty bad no no they're not so you're saying that this is a ploy by the Slytherin team? Yeah. So, well, so that they don't have to play in the bad weather? I think it's a little bit of that. Also, Malfoy's been milking this for months now. And if he were to go out there and play Quidditch, I would be like, oh, you're fine. You don't need somebody to chop up your ingredients for you in potions class. So he must not enjoy playing then. I think he, well, he enjoys winning. See, that's not the same thing, though. Like, when I was, when I was in high school, and there was, I I remember I was sick for, like, three days, and there was a rule that if you didn't go to school the day of the game, then you couldn't play in the basketball game that night, or baseball game, or whatever. Yeah. So, I forced myself to go to school for, like, a half day, just so I could at least, like, go to the game, like, like, at least attend the game. Because it was it was that important to me. It was that you know much of a, a big deal to me. To him, it just doesn't seem like it's a big deal. Then, if he would rather you know be he'd ra- he'd rather milk this injury rather than than play. It's not something that he enjoys. He's just doing it because I guess maybe because it's like a like a profile thing or you know kind of something that makes him you know look like a big man on campus or whatever. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. So supposed to play Slytherin, but I guess since if one team has an injured player, they just don't have to play. I that doesn't make a whole lot of sense. Nope. But maybe it's they're tiptoeing around because you know Daddy's already mad about it being the school's fault. Well, so, Hufflepuff said they'll play. Yeah. And they got a new captain and a new seeker. Yeah. By the name of. Cedric Diggory. And all the girls giggle. Mm. Yeah, so Oliver seemed a little worried about Cedric because he knows that apparently he's like kind of like a big impo- imposing. He's not like your normal seeker. Yeah, seekers are normally little, light, fast, agile. Mm-hmm. Not Cedric. He's kind, of, he's kind of like a jock, like yeah. a big jockey guy. He's a big guy. And all uh, the girls giggle. And the girls got a little swoony mm-hmm. when they were talking about Cedric, so... Uh, they might be in for some trouble here with the uh, Hufflepuff squad. Uh, not everybody is concerned about Hufflepuff, though. I believe Fred and George said they were pushovers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't like that. <laughs> I didn't think you would. Didn't like that mu- very much. 
Seemed a little rude to me. Calling us pushovers, but whatever. I guess we'll see what happens on the Quidditch pitch. We'll see. Well, Oliver's also upset because all their practicing and maneuvers have been to help, or against Slytherin. Mm-hmm. They've been game planning against mm-hmm. Slytherin, and now they got to go against a team that has a totally different game plan and makeup. So, interesting. We'll see what, like you said, we'll see what happens. But Oliver has been running in between classes to find Harry and give him tips that he's thought of. Oh, yeah, and, and this, too. And like, this, if you, uh, Cedric's really good at this, so you got to watch out for this. And Yeah, and he makes Harry late to Defense Against the Dark Arts. That's okay, though, because Lupin likes... Lupin's cool. Yeah, Lupin likes Harry. He's cool. It's okay It'll if he fine. shows up, like, ten minutes late. So, but it's not. Hmm? It's not cool. What? And it's not Lupin. What? He's not feeling well. Uh-oh. Remember he was under the weather? Yep. No, I guess he's even more under the weather yep. because the, there's a lot of weather going on. Yep. It's Snape. Oh, no. Yeah. So Snape immediately takes 10 points from Gryffindor. Because... There were so many points <laughs> from Gryffindor in this chapter, just willy-nilly. <laughs> I wrote down, you dropped Gryffindor your won't pencil have on any the more floor. points. Five points from, from Gryffindor. Gryffindor. It's just willy-nilly. Just do whatever they want. The, the people that are in charge of the houses can give and take points at their leisure. Mm-hmm. The system is rigged, and I don't like it. Everybody works on the honor system. They should be be honest. Nah. Anyway, so he's not just taking points. He's insulting Lupin and the way he teaches or lack thereof. Mm-hmm. And Hermione kind of steps up and... She loses some more points. Of course, because she... For being a know-it-all. Know-it-all, yeah. And Ron kind of comes to her aid to... You know, because Snape called her a Mm know-it-all. And so he gets detention. Mm -hmm. We're done taking points. Now we're just going straight to detentions. Right. Um, But Luke... uh, Not Lupin, Snape decides to flip to the very back of the book to something he knows they haven't covered Mm -hmm. and quiz them on it. And they get mad at them when they don't know the answers. Well, except Hermione, Hermione. Hermione. No, but he's ignoring her, so. Yeah, he wants to focus on werewolves. Kind of weird, right? He'd want to focus on werewolves. Yeah. Yeah, kind of, a, it's kind of like an advanced topic. Well, he didn't seem to think so. <laughs> he couldn't believe Everybody that third years didn't know about werewolves. Well, they haven't got there yet, Snape. That's what they tried to tell him. Just seems a little odd. He jumps straight to werewolves. Just keep saying. taking points. So he, after class, he gives them a big writing assignment and says that they have two to turn parchments. It, just yes, have to turn it into him, not Lupin. And Ron gets his detention. Yeah, he's got to clean out like the bedpans or the something. Bedpans in the hospital wing. By hand, no By magic. By hand, no magic. Are there really a lot of bedpans? Yeah. Like. Constantly bedpans? Yeah, just constant bedpans. I mean, sometimes it's more convenient. Like, so you don't have to get up in the middle of the night. Huh. Just have a bedpan. (laughs) (laughs) Alright, okay. So that night, before the Quidditch match, for no apparent reason at all, Peeves comes in and blows on Harry. Of course. Why? Yeah, we didn't didn't get any kind of... (laughs) Nothing. It's just... (laughs) There's like a half a page of just, hey. Hey. (laughs) <laughs> what are hey, you dude, doing? Dude, stop it! Okay. Okay. <laughs> he leaves. So, 
Harry can't go back to sleep. He, so he decides to get up. He gets dressed. He goes down to the common room. Uh, but not before he runs into Crookshanks, mm-hmm. who's trying to sneak in to the boys' dormitory. Mm-hmm. And so he kind of gives him a talking to. He's like, you know what? Ron might be right about you. Yeah. There are plenty of mice. Go somewhere yeah, else. You're kind, of, you're kind of being a jerk going after scabbers. Yeah. So he hangs out in the common room. He has to stop Crookshanks a couple more times. He's listening to the storm. He's actually starting to get a little worried about the match now. Mm-hmm. I guess he's up and nobody else to talk to, no distractions. He's starting to to get pretty worried about it. So at the match, it's storming, just like a monsoon, yeah, thunder, awful. lightning, blowing people over. Everybody's still at the game, though. Yep, it's everybody like a comes. Big, big event. They they try to take umbrellas, but most of them get blown away. Mm-hmm. And um, the big problem is, is in all this rain with his glasses, Harry can't see. Yeah, you can barely even see the other players, much less the the snitch that he's supposed to see. He's, mm-hmm. But he's bumping into people. Doesn't know if it's his team or the other team. He almost got hit by Bludger uh-huh. a couple of times. But uh, how's he supposed to find a little tiny golden snitch? I don't know. And. You know, that's kind of his thing. He had That's what he has to do, and that's how the game ends. Can't end until he finds it. Or one of the Seekers finds it. Mm-hmm. So, Oliver calls a timeout. Which I find funny, because we keep being able to hear the whistle. Mm-hmm. We can't hear anything else. But I guess she's got a magic whistle, and it can cut through the storm. And Hermione sneaks down and does a little magic on Harry's glasses. I was going to ask you about this. Isn't this cheating? No, probably not. Are you allowed to just like have like Water outside people glasses? like outside people like use magic <laughs> during the game? They're wizards. They're allowed to use magic. <sighs> okay. It's she's just fixing his glasses. Okay. Well, I'm gonna have uh, Hermione come down. What next time I'm playing Quidditch? Just give me like a like a steroid injection and. <laughs> That's not the same thing. She's... Magic. It's magical though. It's magical. It's not the steroids. same thing. She's just making, like my, making, putting him even with everybody else. Everybody else can see without glasses. He can't. Hmm. So it's, you she's think they evening have, uh, the playing LASIK field. In the wizarding world. I don't know. No. I bet if Mr. Weasley found out about LASIK, he'd be like, "What is this? <laughs> this is amazing! You can fix your eyes with a laser. What's a laser? <laughs> hold on, hold on. I have so many questions." <laughs> So we're doing much better after Hermione magics the glasses. Um, but Oliver still spots the snitch first. Mm-hmm. And he's got a head start. Mm-hmm. Harry's rushing to get there. Well, Harry was a little distracted, though. Oh, yeah, he was. The lightning. There was a, He was a little distracted. I think Cedric... Uh, uh, has a little head start on the on the snitch because Harry happened to uh, see something in the stands. Yes, the lightning lit up the crowd just and enough so he could make out a what looked like a black dog sitting in the top row. Yeah, the topmost empty row of seats, a silhouette of a shaggy black dog, just chilling. Just chilling, hanging yeah. out. No big. That would be kind of awesome to see like, a rain. dog just like sitting there with like a soda and a pretzel, just like watching the game. <laughs> <laughs> Our dogs go to baseball games. But he was uh, he was a little distracted, so he was a little behind in getting uh, getting he on was. that that snitch. 
but then he's he's focused. He's back on on track. It, it looks like it's either going to be you know him or or Cedric or they're both zeroing in on this snitch, and then, uh, then chaos kind of breaks yeah, loose. Yeah, everything gets cold again and quiet. Mm-hmm. And um, Harry starts hearing screaming again, mm-hmm. and. He doesn't really know what's going on. He hears screaming, voices, everything goes foggy. Mm-hmm. Weird, like, icy feeling over his body. Mm-hmm. Um, like a, There's like a conversation in his head that it sounded like somebody was in trouble, but like his name was being called out too. Mm-hmm. Um, just a very strange, trippy kind of situation. And he looks down and there's hundreds of Dementors on the field. I didn't remember that part. What are they doing? I don't know. They're just at the bottom of the field, just like looking up, like reaching up to them, like, like creepazoids. Yeah. They just took over. And that's really the last thing we see at that point. Mm -hmm. It's the last thing he remembers too. Yeah. Apparently Harry fell off his broom and he wakes up in the... 50 feet, they said. Wakes up in the hospital wing. And I guess the story that they're kind of filling him in on is that Dumbledore freaks out because he made it clear that earlier in the chapter, that I guess the Dementors offered help in searching the castle. Yeah. And he didn't want the Dementors on the actual... You can uh, do the perimeter, perimeter of the property. Yeah. You can patrol the perimeter. I don't want you on the property. And the Quidditch pitch is on the property and there's hundreds of Dementors on the field and apparently Dumbledore went running onto the field. I guess he did some kind of spell that softened Harry's landing a little yeah, bit. Yeah, slowed him down. And then I guess did his uh, Expecto Patronum, which we haven't, I guess, run into yet in, in the book. They just here. said silvery. Yeah, just light. But I, I'm guess I'm. Uh, no, I guess we had. Uh, I, I guess Lupin used that on the train. Yeah. I guess he used uh, that that spell on the train. That's true. I guess that's the only, really, the only. That's kind of the go-to spell for Dementors, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, ha- uh, I guess uh, Dumbledore is not not happy. Definitely no. not happy about this. No. This is his school. He didn't. He's not happy about the Dementors being there, but he understands why they're there because of the seriousness. Oh. <laughs> Sorry about that. Uh, no pun intended, but pun happened anyway. Uh, the seriousness of the situation. And uh, Harry wakes up in the hospital wing and um, gets even more bad news. Yeah, he, he of course, being a dedicated athlete like you, wanted to know, first off, who won? I love when, when I'm watching like a, like a UFC fight or a boxing match and the guy gets knocked out and he wakes up and he goes, Did I win? <laughs> no, you didn't win. <laughs> this, there's going to be one time where they're going to go, yeah, you did. Like the other guy broke his leg. <laughs> you tripped over you as you were unconscious. Yeah, as you were, as you just tripped over your prone body and and passed out. Yeah, I mean, come on, Harry. If if you didn't catch it, they didn't. You didn't win. Somebody else could have caught it. Could've, no, I think it's gotta be the seeker. Could have just landed, landed, in, landed his hand. In, in Oliver's pocket or something. Yeah, no. <laughs> Who knows? So Fred and George try to help. And I'm like, oh, Fred and George. Mm-hmm. But then it kind of spirals out of control. And like, well, we'll deficit with 100 points. And we'd have to beat this one. And they yeah, have to win we... by this much. And... 
But first they start off with, it's fine. It's fine. All we got to do is beat Ravenclaw and Slytherin and... And, uh, and win by and, a lot. And, and, and the Ravenclaw's got to beat Hufflepuff by like at least 50 points. There's like a 50-point deficit right now. And it's not that big a deal. But now that I'm thinking of it, the math's <laughs> really not adding up. And it's going to be really hard for us to win. Ugh. Yeah. Probably should have done the math before I started talking. Kind of spirals out of control. Oh, yeah, too. Um, uh, your broom's trashed. <sighs> It can't can't get any worse. No broomstick. No. And they lost the first match so against Hufflepuff, which they thought would be a sure win. Yeah. Like they were more worried about going up against Slytherin and Ravenclaw. So now they got two hard wins to get. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Apparently they were saying that that there's no way like Hufflepuff's going to beat Ravenclaw. Apparently Ravenclaw's got like a really strong team, and then we know Slytherin's got like the upgraded brooms and everything, mm-hmm. but. They said that Harry's, when he fell off his broom, his broom just kind of like flew off. It blew away. It blew it got away. caught in the wind and blew away. And it ran into an old friend <laughs> old of ours. Friend. The Whomping Willow. Which we know uh, the Whomping Willow is, has really... Has a temper. Has had really good run-ins with, with Potter and Weasley related items. Uh, apparently the, <laughs> the uh, broom ran into the Whomping Willow and the Whomping Willow... Uh, Busted it to smithereens. Yeah, it's and they, gone. they give him a bag of splinters and say, "Here's your Nimbus 2000." <laughs> now, can Harry just buy another one though? He's got cash. Um, yes, yeah, but yeah. I mean, I don't know—is there like a mail order? Yeah, I mean, it's like catalog. Just call, you can... I think, like a website or something like that. Yeah, I think they have to send owls. Uh, what's the place that has the the Quidditch supplies at uh, Diagon Alley? It's not Flourish and Plots. Plots. No, that's no. the other supplies. Okay. Um, I don't know. I could probably just like get on their website and order some. Maybe like some Amazon Prime two-day shipping or something like that. <laughs> they have Amazon Prime in the Wizarding World? I don't think so. I bet Mr. Weasley would be... That would definitely... Two days? That's faster <laughs> Anything than I that. want? I can get anything I want? An owl can't carry this vacuum cleaner. What's a vacuum cleaner? <laughs> so uh, things not going so well for for Harry. Definitely not. He he's doubly upset because he's he's like it broke his record. He's never not he, won. He's never not. I thought that was interesting too. That he's never lost a Quidditch match, but he's also never won a Quidditch championship. Yeah, because <laughs> something always happens. Always happens. So when I'm there and I'm playing. I don't lose, but I'm often not there because I'm battling the evil Dark Lord. <laughs> sure, I have no bones in my arm. No, yeah. well, they won that one. Yeah, still won. But I know he, he, there was something he was injured for and then couldn't play. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, battling but I, the Dark Lord. I do want to give props to the Hufflepuffs because well, apparently. Oh well, thank you. Apparently, when Cedric caught the snitch and turned around and saw that Harry had fallen from his broom, he tried to say, well, then we need... Rematch. 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 We don't want to win that way, Jessica. Yes. Um, But it was too late. I know you'd want to win that way. You don't care. You're like, by any means necessary. Ruthless. But not us. I didn't knock him off the broom. We want to win fair and square. I'm just saying. So, yeah. Shout out to the Hufflepuffs. Exactly. You're such a puff. You are. I know. I don't know why you take that as an insult. Because of how you say it. You're such a puff. 
when people say that, like it's a bad thing. It's not a bad thing to be caring not. and kind. Let me look at the back of my phone here. And patient and impartial and friendly and honest and tolerant. It's not a bad thing. It's not. Don't mistake our kindness for weakness either. We're tough. We're we're jocks too. Mm-hmm. Well, Cedric is. At <laughs> least <laughs> least Cedric. Yeah. You got one. Yep. That's all we need. Mm-hmm. Anything else about uh, chapter nine here of Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban? Um, not really. I don't think all of. I mean, obviously not all of that is in the movies. In the movie, but you know, we get the Quidditch scene. And is it with the, the we get the flash of the dog in the crowd? Is that what messes him up in the? I don't in the think film? I don't remember that in the book in the movie. Hmm. So I don't know. We'll have to see. When okay. We, when we get around to watching it, but I don't think it's in there. Maybe it's in like the deleted scenes. Sounds good. You know what's coming up next chapter? What? Marauders map time, Jess. Ooh. Chapter ten coming up next time on Broomsticks and Butterbeer here with. The Rhinos, Dan and Jessica. Thanks everybody for downloading, subscribing, and listening. Our numbers continue to climb. We're amazing. Jessica, eh, we're alright. <laughs> That's a, such a Ravenclaw thing <laughs> and a Hufflepuff response. <laughs> we're we're amazing. amazing! We're not bad. <laughs> we try. <laughs> and the Slytherin thing would be, yep, better than you! <laughs> But uh, yeah, we're uh, we're continuing to climb here. We are on uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Stitcher, all of them. Wherever you can find your podcast, you can find us. And uh, give us a like on Facebook. Give us a five-star review on whatever podcast platform you're using, particularly Apple Podcasts, because they really use that to uh, kind of up the profile of the podcast and make it easier to find. And um, I think that's it. I think, we're ready to, I think we're ready to, to get out of here. Send us your emails, broomsticks.butterbeer at gmail.com. We'll give you a shout-out on air. Or send us a, a tweet or and uh, follow us at broomsticksb on the Twitter. And uh, if you message us on Twitter, too, we'll give you a shout-out on the air. Nice. So uh, until next time, I'm Dan Rhino. I'm Jessica Rhino. And it's been Broomsticks and Butterbeer. We will see you next time. Bye. It's mad.